This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Ask Alice. Thank you so much for all your support with this new episode format that we are doing. I am so loving the Ask Alice episodes and I'd love to hear your feedback if you're enjoying them and finding them useful. Drop me a DM on Instagram or send us an email to the show email which you'll find in our show notes. It'll be really nice to hear how you're finding them and again if you have any questions to send in that is the place to do it. But moving on to today's question. So I picked this one out from a question that I received a while ago on Instagram and it was around what constitutes a rest day and when should someone be taking one I think it's really relevant to talk about this because and I've used this quote many times in my career but I always remember a very wise coach saying to me that we need to basically rest as hard as we train and what I tend to think um, people get in the mindset of doing particularly in January as we move towards the end of it even you know people are starting to maybe lose the amount of motivation that they had at the start of January and also probably recognize that you know what they set out to try and do on the first week of January maybe isn't as sustainable as they thought it might be and they're trying to now find their kind of you know more realistic flow and routine with their training and so it's really important that we do talk about rest days they're such a huge component of a training program a training routine of our lifestyles you know as someone who just exercises regularly and so I kind of want to go into a couple of different things today really talking about what is a rest day how does one know when to take one why to have a rest day, how many rest days is enough. So all of these things we're going to cover just to make sure that I can kind of equip you with enough information as possible for you to make a conscious decision as to when and if you should take rest days, more or less of them, and and also understanding the why behind their, their importance as well. So let's go into the first question that I posed to you, which is what is a rest day? So if I were to say to you, do you know what a rest day even is? Would you know the answer to that? And I guess rest days are going to look different to different people. If you're a professional athlete, a rest day is going to look different to you or if you're an everyday athlete and is going to look different to someone who trains, you know, doing Zumba at their local community center. Whatever it is that you're doing in terms of your choice of exercise, how you then choose to rest as a result of that exercise is going to be different from person to person. But let's try and put some kind of like, I guess, um, loose parameters on it. So a rest day for me is a day off from specific structured movement. So by that, I mean that you are not doing any designated exercise during that day. So if we discount things like gentle walking, kind of very low impact, low intensity movement, so walking, stretching, yoga, mobility, those things, for me, a rest day is something that gives 
gives your body a day off from specific structured movement. That means that, you know, those people who sort of say, oh, I'm having a rest day, but I'm doing this, this and this. I think that um, it's important that we recognize that a rest day should be a day of rest for our bodies. It doesn't mean you don't move at all. And I'll come on to that because movement is still important, but it means that you're not doing any specific structured exercise during that day. And it just gives your body a chance to recover from the training stimulus placed upon it. So we know, and I've spoken about many times across the podcast, that when we train, we are placing stress on the body and albeit a a good stress, you know, depending on how much, but for most people, a, a good amount of stress, we're, we're having a positive impact on our health as a result of that. But it is stress on the body and therefore it needs to be recovered from. So just the same as if you had, you know, a really stressful day at work and, you know, you get to a Friday and you're like, my brain feels fried. I need to have a bit of a breather day. The Saturday after that, you might be like, right, I'm going to have a day where I just really decompress and take some time off. Our bodies are the same. So just giving your body a chance to recover, a chance to kind of take a, a bit of kind of stress off and be able to get to a place where it's then ready to then push again with your training. So that I guess has hopefully confirmed what a rest day is. So let's move on to how do you know when to take a rest day? And I think this is really important because I kind of opened this whole section with saying, you know, everyone's going to be different. So actually me sitting here, I cannot be prescriptive about how many rest days you can take versus the next person versus the next person, because we are all going to be so incredibly unique and different in terms of our needs. So I think what I really want you to lean into doing is to ask yourself some questions that will lead you to a conclusion as to whether you should take a rest day or not. So let's talk through some signs to look out for that might you know, give the inclination that a rest day is needed. And the first one, and again, it's really important to sort of say with these things, these aren't specifically exercise only related. These can be for other reasons, you know, fatigue, drop in performance, muscle soreness, all these things. They're not necessarily exclusive to uh, needing a rest day. And we'll talk through that, but I'll go through some of the main things that you might experience. So again, the first one, fatigue. Fatigue is fairly normal. After a training session, you know, if you've exerted yourself quite a lot, you're probably going to feel a little bit fatigued. You're probably going to feel, uh, you know, a spike in hunger um, and you're going to feel a little bit, you know, tired out by the training that you've done. That's really normal. What isn't normal is to be so fatigued after your training that you need to take a nap um, or to be so fatigued that it's a real struggle for you to then carry on with the rest of your day as a result of the training that you've done. So just being conscious of, you know, how fatigued are you? Is that fatigue, you know, a normal training response for you? Or are you actually noticing that you're particularly tired after training, that your body's feeling particularly like heavy, sore, um, sluggish? Uh, and are you needing to change your um, day or kind of, you know, routine as a result of feeling so fatigued after training? So that would be the first one. And again, like, you know, if fatigue isn't normal for you and you're, you're experiencing it um, and you don't feel like it's because you haven't taken enough rest days always speak to your GP just as a caveat. I always have to say that. The next one is you're noticing a drop in performance. And this is, I guess, going to be again, very specific to you. So let's use an example of someone who is going to the gym four or five times a week. So that's quite a lot. Um, And some people can manage that training amount. And some people might think, oh, that sounds like loads. But let's say that they're going to the gym four or five times a week. Weeks one to four of their training program, let's say they are 
flying, they feel good, they feel energized, the weights are going up, um, their numbers are reflective of them progressing in various movements. And then they get to week five, week six, maybe week seven, and they're starting to notice that there's a real plateau in their performance. They're feeling pretty sluggish in a lot of the movements, they aren't progressing, they are noticing that they feel particularly sore or fatigued after sessions, and basically their performance is being impacted. That again can be a sign that a rest day, or even actually in that specific case, like a deal load week is needed. I'll come on to deload weeks in a second, <laughs> but um, noticing a drop in performance. The next one, muscle soreness. So DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness is normal, particularly if we're having a new or, or kind of a slightly different training stimulus on the body. So it's totally normal to feel, feel soreness. This isn't necessarily a sign that you shouldn't train, but it can be a sign that if you're getting repetitive muscle soreness and that that's not going away or not easing as you move through a training program that you're probably not taking enough rest and you might need to take a rest day. Um, So muscle soreness can be a big indicator, but again, it isn't a specific sign to take a rest day. I often get asked on Instagram, like I went to the gym yesterday. I'm really sore. Like, should I train today? And my answer is always like, give it a go because muscle soreness isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's a sign that your body's worked hard. It's also not necessarily a good thing either. It's just sometimes what happens to our body when we have uh, a new stimulus placed upon it. Um, But movement can be really good to kind of help flush that soreness through. So sometimes sitting still and doing nothing can actually be the worst thing for DOMS. And even if it's a light walk or, you know, some gentle movement just to get the body going, that can actually be helpful. So it doesn't mean that you shouldn't move. But again, if that muscle soreness is repetitive and over a sustained period of time, that may be a sign that you're not taking enough rest. Next thing to look out for is a dip in motivation to train. Again, it's not necessarily specific to just taking rest days, but it can be a sign that you're feeling burnt out by your training. So if you're really starting to find that your motivation is waning, um, you're feeling pretty kind of unenthused by training and um, just lacking in any motivation, that can be a sign that you're probably doing maybe a bit too much or that you need to take some kind of rest day um, or have have a better implementation of your rest days. And that can be just because sometimes we can have that fatigue with training where, you know, it takes cognitive effort, it takes uh, physical effort. And if we're not giving ourselves the chance to have a bit of a breather away from it to have that time to recover like I feel from a personal perspective on my rest days I love resting I love giving my body that chance like I love nothing more than on a Sunday morning to have a lie-in to you know stay in bed a little bit longer to go for a nice walk and just feel really recovered and that gives me the impetus to then say right I can't wait to get back to training tomorrow. I feel rested. I feel recovered. And I think if you're not giving yourself that mental break, that step away to be able to be like, oh, I'm really excited to come back, then that can really start to impact your training. So again, that can be a sign. More serious things that we tend to look out for. So kind of going from the less serious to the more serious end of the spectrum, there is something called REDS, Relative Energy Deficiency in Sport. One of the things to be mindful of, and and that's a whole nother subject that we can cover. And I think there's a couple of podcasts that I've spoken to people about this issue. But one of the things that we know is if there is too much um, strain on the body, if we're putting too much stress through various means, by the way, it doesn't necessarily have to just be exercise. But say, for example, we have low energy availability. We are having a very high training threshold. um, We are potentially working a stressful job at the same time. There are certain processes in the 
in the body, um, which can start start to be impacted um, because our body starts to go into this sort of fight or flight mode where it's like, okay, I'm under a lot of stress here. I need to start preserving certain functions in order to keep myself, you know, alive and well. So a couple of things to be really mindful for is increased instance of illnesses. Um, if you notice your immune function, you know, what might have used, used to be sort of normal for you to, um, be fairly well throughout the year and suddenly you're getting lots of colds and picking up lots of illnesses and and really finding that you are um, getting more ill than normal that can be a sign that you're because one thing that can happen is our immune function can actually be impacted by overtraining and under recovering Um, our body is not getting a chance to fully recover from the stress we're placing on it and that can start to impact the immune system so if you are finding you're getting an increase in illnesses in you know, common colds, whatever, um, that could be a sign that you're not taking enough rest. One that you probably know about, but I'll just talk through quickly is a disruption to our menstrual cycle. We know that as a, as a really important part of female functionality, like our, our menstrual cycle is so crucial as a vital sign of our wellness. If that starts to be disrupted, again, it's because of the amount of stress that we're placing on the body. That can also be a big sign, a big red flag for um, there not being enough rest taken uh, to, to facilitate the amount of training that you might be trying to do. And sleep being um, impacted. You know, we know the power of sleep. We know how important it is to our health if you are doing too much training and this is in particular relation to sort of the central nervous system so our central nervous system is stimulated by um by training what tends to happen is if we don't give ourselves enough rest and that constant stimulation of our central nervous system it can start to really impact us while we're asleep so we almost are like wired as if you've sort of drunk a cup of coffee when you go to sleep and that can really start to impact your ability to fall into those deeper waves of sleep your REM sleep and your deep sleep cycles and so you don't ever feel full rested so you might have slept from you know nine till six let's say but actually within that you're not really ever falling into that sort of deeper restorative sleep so again if your sleep is being impacted if you're waking up lots in the night or you're just feeling that you're not feeling recovered and rested after a night's sleep um, again that can be a red flag So I've spoken a lot there, haven't I? (laughs) I'll run through them quickly. So how do you know when to take a rest day? Fatigue, drop in performance, muscle soreness, no motivation to train, increased instance of illnesses, disruption to menstrual cycle, struggling to sleep. So those are things to kind of go through as a little checklist. If you're feeling any of those are impacting you, maybe it's a kind of sign to have a bit of a sit down with yourself and say, am I doing too much? I think moving on. So We've identified why to take a rest day or when um, and what a rest day actually looks like. But let's talk through um, the why. So why is it important? Like I I would love to use this analogy. I've probably, you've probably heard me speak about this before because it's something that I, I love using as an analogy, but I use it for myself. And, and so I'd love you to just kind of think about having this internal dial within yourself, this kind of like, you know, imagine the volume turn up and turn down thing in a car. Within us, we all have this internal dial, this ability to turn up and to turn down our stress levels. And to some extent, they are unmanageable. You know, if we've got external things that are affecting our stress levels, whether that be, uh, you know, children inhibiting our ability to sleep or a really stressful period of time at work, or we're going through, you know, emotional stress, whatever it might be, there are definitely things that we can't avoid um, or are more difficult to avoid um, and, and which we don't have control over necessarily. 
But to a certain extent, we do have control over our ability to turn up and turn down that internal dial. And why having a rest day is so important is that it helps us to turn that dial down. You know, a lot of our lives are spent turning that dial up tipping ourselves into our sympathetic nervous system, our, our fight or flight mode, you know, whether that be just living the life that we're living with all the busyness of the, and the kind of chaos that goes on with it, stressful job, family, you know, whatever, financial stress, emotional stress. Like I said, there are so many ways in which we can stress ourselves out. A lot of our life is spent in that kind of stress state and rest days can really help us to just bring that dial down, to bring ourselves back into our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest state, which is so important. And in doing so, you will honestly, and I think this is a thing that people tend to feel is that they worry that taking a rest day is going to um, impact them achieving their goals, is going to slow them down from getting to where they want to quicker and it's potentially, you know, going to be something that impacts their, you know, fat loss journey it may be or their strength journey. What I really want you to learn and what I had to really do myself as well is to understand that in taking those days off, in allowing yourself on, you know, on the days that you need it to have a rest day, to lean into rest, digest, chill, turn the dial down, you will improve in your training no end it will actually help you to get stronger to get fitter because you're finding a proper intuitive balance with your training and one that allows you to push and pull with your training in such an intuitive and 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 kind of positive way that you're going to get so much more from it this kind of rigid approach or or binary approach of having two rest days a day for example two two rest days a day two rest days a week for example is just not going to work for some people we're all going to need differing amounts and those amounts are going to change across our lifespan even week to week the amount of rest days that I need week to week changes some weeks I need one some weeks I need three and so it's always about and going back to what I said earlier It's always about asking ourselves the questions like how much stress has my body experienced this week? Is my body showing signs of stress? You know, am I finding it hard to fall asleep? Am I um, feeling particularly fatigued? Am I feeling particularly sore from the training that I'm doing? All of this is going to be an indicator as to how much rest your body needs. And the ability to kind of allow your body to wind down, to tap into that rest and digest state is only going to therefore then help when you do go back to your training to get the most from it. So I think that, you know, the final question that I covered, how many rest days is enough? Again, the the number is up to you. But what I would encourage you to do is to lean into asking yourself those questions to really checking in with yourself. How are you feeling? How's your training going? Are you progressing? Are you not? Are you feeling, um, you know, motivated, energized, whatever it may be? Those things are so important to ask yourself, because if you just blindly go into a training program where you're doing, you know, four or five, sometimes I hear people doing six days of training a week. And some for some people, that's fine. You know, especially if you're doing sort of more low intensity, low impact forms of training like Pilates or yoga or whatever it may be. But if you're someone, and believe me when I say this used to be me, who's doing like six hit classes a week, that is so much for the body to take. And it's just a question of asking, is my body actually handling this? Is this actually, you know, something that I'm able to tolerate? Or am I actually struggling to function doing this much training? So, 
find that level of intuitiveness, start asking yourself those questions, find that kind of connection with yourself where you're able to turn the dial up and turn the dial down, find better coping strategies for turning the dial down. So whether it be breath work, meditation, um, just even like a nice warm bath or doing something that helps you to tap into that rest and digest state, all of that can help you to maximize your rest days to really make sure that the training that you are doing is the best that it can be. And in doing that, you will really start to notice that you are going to progress in your training in a much better, healthier, and more importantly, sustainable way. So I really hope this has been helpful. Rest days are such a contentious subject. And I know that so many people really struggle with knowing when to take one and and feeling guilty when they do take one. And that's, that's a whole nother conversation. But please don't feel guilty. Like as we've spoken about across the whole of today's conversation, they are so important. They're actually a really, like I opened this podcast by saying, really important part of training. We need to rest as hard as we train and that is how we get the most from our training. Don't underestimate the value of rest. Know that rest days are normal, healthy, and you know the best way to have a sustainable and positive relationship with exercise and really start to ask yourself those questions so you know how many you should be taking and, and when. If you have any other questions around this, feel free to drop me a DM. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's Ask Alice. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode and a brand new Ask Alice. So if you have a question that you'd like to ask me, drop me a DM or send it to the email that's in the show notes and I will cover it next week. Thanks guys. Bye. Insanity Group.